Hello, dear audience. I welcome you to this episode of our general theme, Countdown to the Rapture. Today, the very important question is how prepared are you for the rapture? How prepared are you for the rapture? From the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, reading from verse 13 to verse 18, it reads as follows. I'm reading from the New King James translation. But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. Amen. Verse 15. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout and with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. 17 and 18. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Beloved, here is the voice of God coming to us, showing us the great wonder and expectation of every diligent Christian that the Lord Jesus will come one day in a way that the world will be taken by surprise, as he said in the, in the Gospels, that as a thief comes in the night, suddenly the house owner wasn't expecting such a visitor. Suddenly here he is. So with the coming of the Lord be. So how prepared are you for the rapture? I know quite so many of us, we are busy doing our best, trying the little we can, expecting the coming back of the Lord. But the scripture has given us sound warning and guidance on how we need to make ourselves ready because many are called and few are chosen. If we turn to the book of First Corinthians chapter 15, reading three verses, verses 51 to 53, it reads, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkle of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound, and the dead will be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. Brother, sister, a great beloved audience, this has to do with the coming of the Lord. And when Bible talk about those that are asleep, we know what that means. You see, we a man lives and at a time grows old or by eventuality or whatever purpose, he passes on in death. The Bible calls that falling asleep. Just like 
at night, we all lay down to sleep. And then daybreak or thereabout, we wake up. So to sleep, just as we are just absent kind of from our environment, even though we are not practically dead. And so the Bible compares that with actual death and resurrection. So if we believe that Jesus is coming back, the big question is how prepared are you? My brother, my sister, thank God. So many of us that are followers of Jesus and believe the Bible, you are my envy. You are my attraction. I respect you very highly, but you know what? It is written in the book of First Peter chapter four, that judgment will begin in the house of God. And if the righteous scarcely will be saved, where shall the unbelievers be? Where shall they appear? What will become their situation? So the righteous scarcely, scarcely, you that believe the Lord, you that worship God, you that do your best, maybe in mission work, you are involved in the local church, you are doing many things, you are up and doing. And the scripture is saying by prophecy that scarcely, which means very limited few, that was the revelation that Peter got and he documented it for our learning. When Jesus was speaking, Jesus said 10 virgins went out to get married. Five were wise and five were foolish. Virgins, still symbolizing preparing or making ready for the bridegroom, just as we are talking about countdown to the rapture. But yet, they missed it. Why? They lacked the extra oil. So beloved brother, this is a very serious matter. Even as I'm speaking to you, I'm watching, I'm being careful. Paul said, so that I won't preach to others and I myself become a castaway. These are possibilities. So every one of us must be up and doing. And those little, little foxes that spoil the vine, the issues that always stumble us, things that always turn us off, we have to watch at them. So that the coming of the Lord will not take us by surprise and we find ourselves left behind. If you turn to the book of Matthew chapter 24, Jesus was painting a very clear picture there, which you and I must be careful about. We cannot just presume or just assume and just hang around and think that we are safe. In the book of Matthew chapter 24, look at verse 36. Jesus said this, but of that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my father only, but as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and did not know until the flood came and took them all away. So also will the coming of the Son of Man be. Then two men, will be in the field. One will be taken and the one left, the other one left. Two women will be grinding at the meal. One will be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. That's verse 42. So beloved, here we are. No one knows the day. No one knows the time. It's just like some accidental death that occurs on earth. Somebody in the morning prepare 
beats his family goodbye, steps out to go to work, go to business, and along the way something goes wrong and the phone is ringing. And what is the caller saying? Somebody, somebody, something, something happened and the person is gone, just like that. So the coming of Jesus, count down to the rapture. This is a situation that every one of us must be conscious of and work hard. You know, Apostle Paul said, many are called, but few are chosen. So what's your situation, my brother? Hey, if the righteous scarcely be saved, what are we going to do? What, 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 what are we busy running up and down? Why are we pretending to be like others? We weigh our Christian quality by how others are doing their own. And we think we are fine because we are both bored, because we are trying better than others. No, it's not going to be so. Jesus said, when I come back, I won't bother to judge anybody. The words have spoken. Deception shall judge you in the last day. So, beloved, how do we get prepared for the Lord? You cease from men. Don't compare yourself with anybody. Don't measure yourself by any other standard, but keep your heart humble, simple. God will give grace to the humble, but will always resist the proud. How do you do it? Believe in the Lord Jesus, be baptized in his name, and just be followers of those who through faith and patience are inheriting the promise. Don't just follow a crowd. The Bible says broad is the way that leads to destruction. Many there be that are trooping along. But narrow is the way and straight, difficult is the gate that leads to life. We have conscience and we have understanding. No man will be able to tell me when we are pretending and just following a mad crowd, going our way to hell, when there is sound way to embrace the gospel. I bless you in the name of the Lord. It is well with you in Jesus' name.